Welcome to the Confluence Investment Management Bi-Weekly Asset Allocation Report for July 11th, 2022. I'm Phil Adler. We've heard a lot about the challenges for the U.S. Federal Reserve as it tries to strike a balance between sustaining economic growth and battling inflation. The European Central Bank is also engaged in a challenging balancing act, trying to keep sovereign bond yields among its country members in line with each other as the ECB prepares to raise interest rates for the first time in over a decade. Here to discuss this challenge for the ECB and the implications for investors is Confluence Investment Management staff economist Thomas Wash. Thomas, let's start with the basics. Why is it highly important for the ECB to address this matter? In short, financial fragmentation can lead to the breakup of the Eurozone. As the ECB tightens its monetary policies, investors will be reluctant to lend to the riskier peripheral countries due to concerns that they may be unable to pay it. As a result, the borrowing costs will rise for those countries, leading governments to either adopt politically toxic austerity or leave the Eurozone to regain sovereignty over its monetary policy. Well, there has, it seems, always been friction between Germany and some of the other northern ECB countries and the southern countries with less robust economies like Italy and famously Greece. The north feels the southern countries lack economic discipline, and the south resents what it feels are onerous terms dictated by the German-dominated ECB to keep the indebted southern nations within the ECB fold. Now, how has this played out in the past in terms of sovereign bond yield spreads between the southern countries and the north? During the sovereign debt crisis, the bond spreads between northern and southern European countries widened as investors learned that northern countries were not prepared to back the debt of their southern counterparts. As a result, investors demanded higher interest rates to lend to the south, thus forcing these governments or some of these governments to request a bailout. It wasn't until former ECB president Mario Draghi gave his whatever it takes speech that bond spreads started to narrow. Although rates have not fully converged, the crisis showed how vulnerable the Eurozone was to financial fragmentation. In the past, the ECB placed a cap on bond deals by purchasing bonds and expanding its balance sheet. Why is this strategy problematic now? The problem with buying bonds is that it undercuts the ECB's ability to fight inflation. Right now, the ECB needs to tighten its monetary policy, but bond purchasing is a form of monetary easing. Hence, by expanding its balance sheet and raising rates, the ECB would send mixed signals to the market about whether it will use all of its tools to bring down inflation in the medium term. So what choice is the ECB faced with today? Well, the ECB has two choices. It can tighten monetary policy to help fight inflation or... It can continue to purchase bonds to lower the borrowing costs of peripheral European countries. And what kind of a plan has the ECB devised? The ECB wants to buy bonds without having to expand its balance sheet. It expects to do this by reinvesting the proceeds it receives from the bonds maturing on its balance sheet into bonds for specific countries. This sounds suspiciously like a bailout. Is there a danger of the northern countries seeing it this way? Yes. In fact, the head of the Bundesbank took a subtle jab at the measure last week by arguing that 
the ECB should only use this tool in extreme circumstances and suggested that the bank should not react to short-term movements in financial markets. His comments indicate that Northern European countries may be uncomfortable with the ECB buying bonds of Southern European countries with the funds from the sale or proceeds of maturing bonds from Northern European countries. How have the markets reacted so far? So far, the market has responded positively to the ECB's plan to fight fragmentation. The spread between the 10-year German and Italian bond has narrowed since then. The ECB's meeting is coming up pretty soon, July 21st. Do you have a prediction as to the outcome and how might the markets respond? On July 21st, the ECB is expected to reveal more details about the tools they will use to fight financial fragmentation. I assume the market will not have a positive response to whatever the ECB decides. Investors will doubt the ECB's commitment to fighting inflation if the bank decides to purchase bonds from Southern European countries. Meanwhile, if the bank decides against buying these bonds, investors will demand higher compensation to lend to Southern European countries. Essentially, it's a lose-lose. What's the likely impact on U.S. investors? We suspect that the euro will likely weaken against the dollar, which should make U.S.-denominated assets more attractive. And if the euro does decline further, do U.S. small-cap stocks stand to benefit at the expense of large international companies which export to Europe? Yes. Small-cap companies should benefit because their lack of exposure to Europe makes them less vulnerable to exchange rate risk. Thank you, Thomas. Our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. We wish to state that opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice. This information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Adler.